Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you being influenced? If you watched a blockbuster film in the last decade, then there's a chance it's been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. In Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. Jesse Kelly here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Visit Berna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? For just 20 bucks a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my sponsor and my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values. Go to puretalk.com slash jesse to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash jesse. On the Jordan Harbinger Show, you'll hear amazing stories from people that have lived them, from spies to CEOs, even an undercover agent who infiltrated the Gambino crime family. You're about to hear a preview of the Jordan Harbinger Show with Jack Garcia, who did just that. My career was 24 out of 26 years, was solely dedicated working on the cover. I walk in, I'm in the bar. Now there's a barmaid there, good looking young lady. She's serving me drink. Hey, what would you like? I usually, my drink was, give me a kettle, one martini, three olives, glass of water on the side. I finish the drink. The guys come in. I'm going to go, go in my pocket, take out the big wad of money. Bam, I give her $100. If you're with the mob, I say, hey, Jordan, you're on record with us. That means we protect you. Nobody could shake you down. We could shake you down, but you're on record with us. For more on how Jack became so trusted in the highest levels of the Gambino organization, check out episode 392 of The Jordan Harbinger Show. I have many, many thoughts on what was an awesome night. And I'm just going to give you all those. And I'm going to try to package them all in one hour instead of four hours like we did last night. All that's coming up right now on I'm Right. That was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. Didn't I tell you it was going to be awesome? And I know, I know what you're saying right now. How is this awesome? I'm on my ninth glass of wine. Jesse, how could you say this? People, people, when you are on your deathbed one day, and we all will be, I promise you this, I promise you this, you are not going to be laying down on your deathbed and saying to yourself, oh, Thank goodness my life was so boring. You're going to be laying there and you're going to be thinking about all the wild things that, things that happened in your lifetime. Yes, this is a complete disaster. <laughs> but as far as the United States of America goes, this is, I mean, it's beyond embarrassing. Internationally, people looking at this, this is embarrassing. We have the leader of Iran 
making fun of us publicly right now. It, it is embarrassing. And yes, this is no question, whoever pulls this out, Trump or Biden, this is no question accelerating America's slide. I mean, faith in the electoral process and the election process, it's kind of critical. Once you lose that, I don't know what comes after, but none of it's good. Because no matter what, think about this. And right now, we don't know. Let me clarify where we are right now. As it stands right now, we do not know. It looks like Biden's going to have Michigan and Wisconsin. We're not sure if some shenanigans went on there. But at the same time, Donald Trump looks like he's going to have Pennsylvania. And as of this exact moment, might take Arizona. I'm talking to a lot of people in, inside of Trump's camp. They're fairly confident he's going to take Arizona. Well, let me clarify something for you. If Donald Trump wins Pennsylvania and Donald Trump wins Arizona, Donald Trump is president again for four years. If he doesn't, if Biden keeps that lead in Arizona, as it looks right now, he's toast. But then again, we have all this litigation coming. Two other things you have coming. Michigan and Wisconsin were razor thin. And it looks really bad. And we'll get to that in, in just a little while, but it looks really bad. We all went to bed. You, I was up with you until midnight covering this thing. And Trump's ahead. And we go to bed and I wake up four hours later to start doing my radio show and shake the cobwebs out of my eyes. I know I look a little tired right now. And now he's behind and they're finding all these Biden votes. Looks really bad. Pennsylvania. Remember, I just talked about Pennsylvania briefly. Donald Trump's currently ahead in Pennsylvania. But they still have all these ballots to found to, to, to count. And Pennsylvania has already said it'll be Saturday at least. What are you going to do if Trump is your presumptive president again? He has Pennsylvania. He has Arizona because he has a big lead in Pennsylvania right now. And they start finding a bunch of Democrat ballots. What I'm telling you is this. From both sides. We don't have faith in the election process. If Donald Trump pulls this out. People on the left are going to say he cheated. And people on the right are already going to say the left tried to cheat. If Joe Biden pulls it out, how confident are you it was legit? Don't, don't, and by the way, don't do this thing where you listen to the left or our whiny invertebrates on the right. Uh, you can't say it's illegitimate. Uh, BS. Yes, you can, if the evidence is there. Well, we're going to try to work through what is real and what is not real. We're not going to be conspiracy theorists here. But if it looks like they cheated, we're going to call a spade a spade around here. How confident are you going to be that it was legit? I mean, you understand what the left did, right? It's genius. We should have done it. We should learn in the future. While you and I were worried about the sexy things, oh, president, ooh, United States senator, that's big time. Ooh, let's get a congressman there. You know what the left was doing? Throwing millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars into DA races, into Secretary of State races. Doesn't matter what the rules are. If you're controlling who enforces them, does it? You think it's an accident? The states that are still hanging out there right now? Are all Democrat-run states, with the exception of Arizona, who they're just flat-out counting the ballots there, but Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, do you think it's an accident? Oh, we're still finding ballots. It's going to take us days. Oh, wow, that's a huge Biden batch of ballots. Do you think it's an accident? Come on. Come on. You're going to have to do better than trying to shame me and convincing me of that. No, I'm not going, oh, this is a stolen election if Biden won. I'm not doing that. But I need information. I need more information than I have now. Both sides, probably no matter what, are going to say the next president of the United States of America is not a legitimate one. It's a huge deal. That's as big a deal as it gets. That's never happened in my lifetime, ever. On a small, small scale, there was Bush Gore. It didn't come close to what this is going to be. And what this is, what this is, is a preview of our future. This is not a one-off here. This is what it is now. The left got their people. 
in the necessary positions of power that you and I don't think about all over the United States of America. Let me ask you something. And you're a political person. You're informed. Shoot, you're sitting down right now watching my show. Who's your Secretary of State? What is the name of your Secretary of State? You see? You see? And it's human nature. I'm not indicting you. Look, I'm just as guilty as anyone else. We all want to talk about Trump, 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 Trump all day long. He's the president. Trump, Biden. Oh, maybe Kamala Harris. Maybe this senator. He got some TV time. They're back there blocking and tackling while you and I are only worried about the flashy wide receiver. What wins football games? But back to the excitement. These are interesting times. These are interesting times. These are consequential times, important times. You might look back one day with your kid bouncing on your lap, feeding him a Werther's original. I don't know if people actually do that or if that's just in the commercials. And tell him about the time Americans' election process started going down the crapper. And it is embarrassing internationally. I I don't want to gloss over that. I talked about the leader of Iran. We're not nothing. I mean, with all due respect to even a place like France, France is a big-time country, major power. The world doesn't watch France when France has an election. It'll be a headline on page six over here when France changes leadership. The entire world watches when the United States of America picks who it's going to, who its president is going to be. The entire world watches. And we're embarrassing ourselves. Forget about Biden, Trump, states here, Pennsylvania, Arizona, Florida, Secretary of State, forget about all that for a moment. This is embarrassing. We are the United States of America, and this is embarrassing. We can't have a presidential election now without ballots coming in from all over the place, early ballots, absentee ballots. Well, we need another couple days on these ones. Well, who cares if those are postmarked? Just let them through anyway. We can't even get an election done now. The entire country can't do elections like states like Florida does elections. I mean, it's always fun to make fun of Florida now and then because there's a bunch of crazy people down there. But Florida is is an awesome state, I should mention. And boy... Again, forgetting about Democrat, Republican. How professional does Florida look right now? Votes counted in, on time, done. Here's your election results. Good night, everybody. We have people going to bed. We have people in Nevada saying, oh, you know, we're not going to start adding these votes up again until Thursday. Wait, what? What did you say? Thursday? This is to decide the president of the United States of America. You don't go to sleep Tuesday. Let all, what are you doing Wednesday? Is taking the day off? Oh, man, you know what? I am bushed. I was up all night. We'll get to those Thursday. Maybe take a long weekend. Anyone mind? What? That's, a, that's just something that floors me about all this. How stupid does your state look if you can't get the results in? And how embarrassing when other states have figured out how to do so. Terrible. Terrible. But we live in interesting times. And let me clarify something out there right now. This is on a personal note. I don't normally do this on the show. Stop texting me. Every time I set down my phone, right now I'm doing my show. I'm going to pick up my phone after this hour's over. And I'm going to have 20, and that's not an exaggeration, 20 or 30 text messages on my phone. What's happening? Who's winning? What's happening? Who's winning? I'm not updating you all 24 hours a day. I can't be the one to calm you all down. Figure it out on your own or just watch the show. But I get it. I'm only half kidding. I get it. Everybody's nervous. People are anxious. They don't know. People hate uncertainty. We're going to be all right. Yeah, it's embarrassing. It's not good. We're going to be all right. Now, something interesting is taking place with the candidates, the Biden campaign, the Trump campaign. Well, here's what Trump said. This is a fraud on the American public. This is an embarrassment to our country. We were getting ready to win this election. Frankly, we did win this election. So our goal now 
to ensure the integrity for the good of this nation. This is a very big moment. This is a major fraud in our nation. We want the law to be used in a proper manner. So we'll be going to the U.S. Supreme Court. We want all voting to stop. We don't want them to find any ballots at 4 o'clock in the morning and add them to the list. Okay? It's, it's a very sad... It's a very sad moment. To me, this is a very sad moment. And we will win this. And we, as far as I'm concerned, we already have What a statement. Quite a statement from the president. Jay Tapper on CNN didn't like it. President Trump, as we anticipated, falsely and prematurely declaring victory, saying that he won. Uh, he did not win. He has not won. The president falsely depicting the counting as vo of votes as a fraud and an embarrassment. That is not what is going on. What is going on is the normal democratic process. Almost everything President Trump said in his declaration of victory was not true. It may well be that President Trump ends up winning this election. That might be once the ballots are counted. But what President Trump just said was undemocratic and false and premature. It is not accurate to say that he won. We do not know who won this election. Okay, that's fine. Jay Tapper hates Donald Trump. I'm not worried about that. Here's what I do worry about, and you know I always harp on this. I'm worried about so many people, powerful voices on the right today, saying things like, stop saying it was stolen. Oh, d calm down, it's not stolen. Don't be, don't be a conspiracy nut. Stop with this stuff. Well, hold on a second. Hold on. The facts matter, right? Now, you don't want to just say that to say it, but... If my wife and I come home tonight and she walks in my son's room and catches him trying to burn the house down and comes out and says, Jesse, your son's trying to burn the house down, should I yell at her and say, stop saying that. It makes our family look bad. Wait, what? Well, was he burning the house down or not? That's what matters. That's what matters. Don't tell me to not say something right now. If something's true, then we're saying it. This stuff we're seeing on the ground looks really, really, really bad. And Democrats love it. There's nothing Democrats love more than somebody on the right when Democrats pull some crap than somebody on the right who's just trying to calm everybody down. Oh, don't, don't say they're engaging in fraud. It makes, it, we don't need that tension right now. Bull crap? If they are, we better call it out or we're screwed. Man, we lack some balls sometimes. It's, it's, it absolutely drives me crazy. The amount of people on our side who exist to be thought of as the right kind of conservative by the scumbags who are trying to destroy us, it simply blows me away. It blows me away. Rachel Maddow, I have to tell you, I saw her say this. I thought this was pretty rich. One of the things that's been interesting tonight is how many incumbents of all kinds have been reelected. Yeah. And this has not been a night where, you know, incumbent senators have been turfed out and incumbent members no. of the House. Still, the m most likely way you're going to lose your House seat is in a primary rather than in a general election in our gerrymandered United States of America. Uh, but it has been remarkable to see the stability, not only between the, in, between the 2016 and 2020 presidential map, but also yeah. in congressional races and Senate races up and down. I mean, you're just not, I mean, on either side, you're not seeing, not only is there no wave, it's like a, it's like a pond where you <laughs> drop in a rock and there's no ripples. Well, there may not be a wave, but Republicans picked up seven House seats. Republicans held on to the United States Senate. We know these things at this point in time. So again, something's interesting happening out there. Something interesting is happening out there. Joe Biden said this. I'm here to tell you tonight, we believe we're on track to win this election. We knew because of the unprecedented early vote and the mail-in vote, it was going to take a while. We're going to have to be patient until we, uh, the hard work of tallying the votes is finished. And it ain't over till every vote is counted, every ballot is counted.
But we're feeling good. We're feeling good about where we are. They're feeling good. Maybe they should be. Look, let's be frank here. He might be president of the United States. He might be. Gosh, that's going to be embarrassing. But whatever. What are we going to do? I'll keep you up on the news. I have some more harsh words, more for America in general. Not the voters, just the country as a whole. After this, all that may have made you uncomfortable, but I'm right. Do you think what you're seeing out there right now equals stability? I mean, you know, it doesn't. Why don't you have a gold IRA from Gold Alliance yet? Again, I'm not telling you to buy my penny stocks. I'm not telling you to pull all your money out of the stock market. A gold IRA needs to be part of your retirement portfolio. It just does. I know you have a ceiling on it. I know you want it to get up there. I hope yours does. I hope mine does. You need to take some time and raise the floor because you see the deficit. You see the spending. It's really, really bad. It's really irresponsible. And look, there's no indication that kind of irresponsible money management's about to get better over the next four years, no matter what. Go to goldalliance.com slash jesse. That's goldalliance.com slash jesse. We'll be back. All right. That was the bright and sunny portion. I have something to say. And I'm not, I'm not going to dwell on this forever because I know there's enough stress and anxiety out there right now. But these videos from last night, specifically videos like this from last night. Here we go, we marching y'all, here we go. That's somebody getting hit in the head with a metal bat. It was worse than that in Portland. What are we doing? Again, like I said in the beginning, the world watches when the United States of America has an election. That is so embarrassing for the most powerful nation in the world to have somebody getting brained with a metal bat in front of the White House on the night of our election. Are we that weak now? Is that what we are? I don't want to believe that's what we are. But this is apparently the norm. Whenever they're upset now, out in the street, assaulting, vandalizing, that businesses have to board up their windows now for an American election is such a national embarrassment. And I'll tell you what, get mad at me all you want, but I am a history freak. All the powerful empires, all of them, I love them. I, I read about them as much as humanly possible. I can't think of one that would have allowed this crap to happen at the height of their power. I can think of several that would allow this crap to happen at the end of their power. For a national power to have people being assaulted two or 300 feet from where the president is laying down to sleep that night on election night and let that stuff go, highly, highly embarrassing. Now. Lindsey Graham won re-election. The other purpose I have is to make sure that every conservative in South Carolina understands this. I will do everything I can to stop the radical agenda coming from Nancy Pelosi's house. So, Speaker Pelosi, if you enact the agenda you're talking about, we're going to bury it in the Senate because it's bad for America. 
something to feel good about right there. Look, something to feel good about. If Joe Biden ends up being president, we're going to have a Republican Senate. I know some of those Republicans are weenies. You know we're going to call them out. And no, it's not like it doesn't matter because there's a lot you can do with the office of the presidency. But as far as major pieces of legislation go, they're dead. They're dead. There you go. How about that for Sonny? (laughs) All right, this isn't Sonny. Home title theft. It's ugly. Extremely ugly. You have to have home title locked or you cannot possibly protect yourself from it. You can't. It's not possible. Law enforcement simply has not caught up to home title theft yet because your your home title, it's not a piece of paper. It exists now online. It is digital. These cyber thieves, they hack into it, forge your signature on it. I've seen it. It looks completely real. Take a loan out against it. You're paying that loan back or you're getting evicted from your home. Your home insurance will not cover it. All you have is home title lock. They will stop it. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code RADIO. That gets you 30 free days of protection. We'll be back. Joining me now from the Media Action Network, a man we really do need to talk to today, Ken LaCourt. Ken, uh, overall, let's just start overall, then we'll work our way down. I find this to be terribly, terribly embarrassing. Just as an American, I mean, we have the leader of Iran making fun of our election process. This is this is embarrassing. I'm embarrassed. Oh, you know what? I, I, the leader of, of Iran can go pound sand. I mean, first of all, let, let's. Yeah, that, that's I realize that, but still, this Second is embarrassing. Is, you know, with yeah, we should be able to count this stuff a little bit better. But but with them saying, hey, you can drop something in a mailbox in in some city. Uh, on the day of the election, and you got to wait a few days to get those in and count those. You always know in tight, tight races, and this is a tight, tight race, that that there are going to be some delays, um, especially when you have some states saying, "Hey, we're literally going to count those things until Friday." And and if it was blowout numbers, nobody would care. But these are are, are pretty tight in things, so um, I'm I'm not all that I'm not all that embarrassed. Oh my boy, that makes one of us. We are the United States of America. This is not Uganda. We should be able to here. count pieces if of we... paper more quickly. Yeah, you're probably right. Look, <laughs> you're too well, young to remember Florida, where, where where they were they were using magnifying glasses for weeks on on things. Look, the other thing is, it's easier to count elections and uh, election results in Iran because you just make up the number and put it down. I mean, we actually <laughs> do go through the concept of counting our ballots here and 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 doing it. We don't lop off heads. We don't just make stuff up. So. So, you know, that takes a little bit more time than, than the mullahs might have. Ken, nerd out for me on why. Because, look, I, I'm one of a sea of Americans right now who wakes up this morning and I see all these states, Florida now, actually, ironically, being one of them, razor sharp, professional, votes are in, votes are counted, results are in, done. How can so many states do it and then other states, Democrat-run states that happen to be really important states, don't seem to be able or willing to pull this off. Why? What is the actual process? What What is this state missing and this state has? You know, I don't know. I mean, but look, have you ever like met a secretary of state or have you ever been like, wow, there's a tight, there's a tight race to be the next Arizona secretary of state. And we've got the PhD candidate from Harvard fighting it out tooth and nail with the, with the former chess champion of the world. I mean, you know, these are usually kind of political hack jobs, you know, walk into the DMV. I mean, it's, you think that they're all that different in the counting areas of this. I mean, you know, it's, they're low level jobs from which you can't be fired and are run by politicians. You know, one wouldn't expect necessarily to see the best and the brightest counting election returns. But but states are still powerful entities. I agree with you. Nobody cares about their idiot secretary of state. One, we should care a lot more, as everybody's seeing right now. And two, I, I mean, as a whole, setting aside Democrat-Republican, it, it's embarrassing if you're leading Pennsylvania today. That, that's embarrassing. That's a great state, and they should be embarrassed. They should be horrified by what they're doing. If you're, if you're in Florida, you look like a professional operation. Wow, somebody who knows what they're doing. It, it is embarrassing overall, no matter what your party is. 
Look, I, it seems like it doesn't seem like the hardest thing to have done is to, to count these things up. We've gone a lot of elections where by the end of the night they say, hey, this, this is who won it. Um, um, do I know the ex- I don't know the exact reasons why is it understaffed? Is it is it is it politics getting involved? Is it just kind of stupidity? Is it is it onerous laws put onto them by their state legislatures? Not not quite sure. Okay, Ken. This is really is what's bothering you. The fate getting... of the world is is exploding. We might have a communist uh, a communist vice president, and, and and you're worried about how quickly you you get to find out the results. I do, I do, okay. and it, it actually matters a lot more to me than than whether it's Biden or Trump wins? for the next four years. Because in my opinion, the ship has already sailed, and that this actually accelerates the downfall of the United States of America. No, we're not ending as a country tomorrow. But both sides now, no matter what will think this election was stolen. And if even if Trump wins, the right will think the left tried to steal it, the left will think it was stolen. If Joe Biden wins, everyone on the right will think it was stolen. And whether anything nefarious happened or not, that is terrible for a country. That is absolutely I, I, wretched I for a country agree with to that, have people believe that. Uh, that's, a, that's a fair yeah, thing. Maybe, we, maybe we, can, we can go like our, our liberal colleagues did four years ago and, and go out and scream at the, at the sky for five minutes some night, and, and then we'll all be, feel better. <laughs> Do you suspect there actually is something dark going on, Ken? Because while I'm not going to do that thing where, oh, there's no, there's nothing dark going on, I think that's idiotic and childish and, and frankly condescending to what people can see with their eyes, I also I want to be aware of what the facts are. Is there something ugly happening out there or isn't there? You know, I, I, I think that's a good analysis of it because you're right. Uh, you know, all my the harder core conservative my friend is, the more tweets I'm or, or, or text messages I'm getting explaining how they can't understand why Trump is letting them steal the election. Um, uh, look, I think that we can't put anything by anybody. All right. I mean, I mean, we literally have people and this especially includes, you know, mid and low level government workers who hate President Trump with such a passion that they would spit in your food, that they would knock the hat off your off your head when you come into a into a store, that they would say that you did things. I mean, so I don't put it beyond anybody's uh, desire to do that. That doesn't mean that they are. And but uh, you know, I think that we have to be fact based, evidence based. When we hear problems, see problems, go in and investigate it. Because uh, a, I don't just buy the whole notion that of course it's stolen. But I know that they would if they could. I mean, there, you know, there, there are a number of, I mean, look, I mean, we see how crazed people are in, in, in this society about Donald Trump. And, and you know, I think that the, the guy working the, the, the machines that are counting these ballots, you know, I, we, I don't expect that they are all as pure as, as the driven snow. So I think they definitely need, we need to keep an eye on it. We need to follow wherever facts might lead on those. But we also just can't willy-nilly said, my side lost, oh, it must have been stolen. You know, obviously a close race. Ken, okay, no matter how the election works out, it was a lot closer than Trump-Hillary. Why? What did Trump lose? Who did he lose? Why did he lose them? You know, I, I think that what we saw, it, you know, you hate to trust polling because the polling was, was um, you know, these guys should just be, you know, I'd, I'd, swap, I'd swap some Mexican village that I don't even know the name of and they get every pollster in America. That would be a, a, good, a, a good fair swap. Um, um, but I think what you saw is you saw some, look, you don't have to lose a lot. I mean, you know, he won these states. Look, he won Wisconsin last time by, by what, 10,000 or 20,000? And, and, and if he loses it now, it looks like he's losing by a similar notion. These are very, very small movements. And, and I think that some people, especially older people, were, were, were bothered by his coronavirus response. Ironically, I don't think that he did anything all that wrong or differently than anybody did. He, by and large, followed the advice of of, of the top scientists out there. I think attitudinally, sometimes and and mask wise, it allowed it allowed the the media just just to pound the living heck out of him. I mean, look, the media has conducted a four year war against this president, and and imagine and and a lot of his you know, eighty percent of his his supporters are like, yep, I just don't believe it. But I mean. Man, we, man, we went through Russia. We went through. He hates. He hates women. He hates every minority. He hates gay people. And and man, they had charts and polls to show it. So so I mean, um, the concept that uh, this president has taken a beating like that for four straight years from the media and might have lost a half a point in popularity, that's pretty impressive to me. It really is. I mean, that's a headwind that that very few people who didn't have the 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 strength of Donald Trump even with his flaws uh, uh could couldn't do it, it was shocking to me 
Ken, you brought it up, and if there's one thing I think people were overselling, it's the death of the polling industry because people want the information. I, obviously, people are going to make mock all the polls even more now, but the polling industry, in my opinion, won't go down at all because people want election results before there are election results. So give me the polls. I need the poll numbers here. I think these guys are just going to continue to scam people out of money for the foreseeable future. You know what? If you could still go buy cigarettes and candy bars, you're probably right. Speaking of which, I know it's a quick side issue, but I did see that Oregon decriminalized meth and heroin. And honestly, I'm such a small government guy, and the war on drugs has obviously not worked. It's been a disaster. I've in general, without the, with, the, with the risk of sounding like a wingnut, I've in general just not wanted government involved in vices. However, as soon as I saw it on paper, I thought to myself, that's... That's probably not good to decriminalize meth, right? Am I wrong? <laughs> you know, it's gonna be a, a it's gonna be a terrific experiment. I mean, I'm glad I don't live there. I'm glad this is an experiment on somebody else's state. Um, uh, you look, the reality is that we've seen that that occurred. There is no criminalization of meth in San Francisco um, or or on some of the larger streets in, in in the country. Yes, the sellers. So I mean, the difference between how a guy how a guy with the, with the with the needle that San Francisco gave him, who's shooting up right on the sidewalk as I'm walking to lunch, uh, is is going to be roughly the equivalent of what's going on in Oregon. So, you know, I, I guess it's a question of, you know, what is the right path for people who are screwed up on drugs like that? Is 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 criminalization? You know, everybody says, well, you're sending them to jail, and it's like, well, that that might not be the best thing for them. On the other hand, the threat of jail to get them into treatment might be the best for them. So, yeah, it'll be an interesting experiment. But I've seen that experiment kind of firsthand in San Francisco. So far, it, uh, it it's not really working out all that well. And I'm a libertarian yeah, too. I'm like, hey, everybody. just because you can't handle your crack doesn't mean I shouldn't be able to have it. But <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Get out of here. Get out of here. Ken the court. Thank you, brother. Good seeing you. All right, we got more. Joining me now from the news and why it matters on Blaze TV, Sarah Gonzalez. Sarah, I know you're probably not operating on the most sleep in the world, neither am I, but I'm still having the time of my life over here. This is absolute carnage, and it's awesome. Really? Huh, I, I don't, I, I'm a little bit, uh, I feel a little bit differently about that, Jesse. Um, I am, again, no sleep that I'm operating off of, but um, I don't love the feeling that the Democrats are trying to uh, steal the election away from, uh, from the people. I don't love it, it's not a great feeling. Yeah, but why is that surprising? I mean, I, I know you're not surprised by it. No. We knew that this is what they are now. Now, I remembered, I mean, leading up to the election, I, I, feel like, I feel like we don't even remember Russian collusion. We forget they impeached the president of the United States over a phone call he released the transcript of the next day and everybody could read it. They, they, this is what they are now. We're in, we're in the game now. I, I've, I've accepted it. I think this is totally exciting. I, okay, so... I... <laughs> understand where you're coming from. Um, I just, I, I can't get excited by it because the potential of a Biden-Harris presidency, in which case what I really mean is a Harris presidency because there's no way that Joe Biden, if he comes in and is inaugurated last, what, 90 days as president, a Harris presidency scares the ever-living hell out of me, number one. Number two, I can't possibly imagine listening to Kamala Harris laugh for four oh. entire years, right? Right? Oh. Do you still have that oh. positive attitude now that you think about it? Yes. Can you ha <laughs> Do you have any idea how much fun I'm going to have on my radio show and my TV show with the Kamala Harris presidency? It will be hysterical watching her bebop around the stage and do that stupid laugh and screw everything up. And it's not like, see, you worry more about a Harris presidency than I do. This is a woman who has done many things to get ahead. This is an ambitious person. She doesn't have any views whatsoever. She doesn't have any beliefs. She's going to go, she'll, we'll just buy her off. She'll just, she'll just go along to get along. I mean, well, you're right about her not having any actual uh, ideals or morals or beliefs. I just, you know, it's, it's a very scary time. And I can't say that I trust the GOP to have the, uh, the chutzpah 
the balls, shall I say, to fight this the way that they need to be fighting it. Now, do I trust Donald Trump to put up a good fight? Yes, but unfortunately he needs the leadership behind him and I just don't trust them uh, to put up a good fight and be strong where they need to be strong. So I, I'm a little bit disheartened. I wish that I could share your optimism. I just, I'm just very disheartened by the way that uh, we're just, we knew that this was coming. Like you said, this was not a surprise. We knew that they were going to do it. They planted the seeds everywhere they could. They even put a name to it. They said it was going to be a red mirage. Now Operation Red Mirage has commenced and uh, the GOP seemingly was not even ready for it. They were not ready to fight it. They were not ready to put a plan into action. And here it is. And they're not they're not ready for it. And I just think that that is so typical of the GOP in 2020. Sarah, why aren't we ready? I mean, look, it's, it's I, obviously I have a superior IQ to most people and I saw it coming. So I can't expect everyone to be on my wavelength. But if you know Democrats are going to be going after DA races, Secretary of State races, you can see them sinking funding into it. If I can see it, other people can see it. How do we get caught flat-footed? And especially after this four years of rabid anti-Trumpness, you know they're going to go all in. How can we not see that coming? Um, I think the sad part, Jesse, is that they do see it coming. They just don't have the wherewithal. They don't have the guts to jump out and do something about it because they're worried about their images. They're worried about their images in the media. They're worried about public perception and they know that the media controls the narrative. And unfortunately, they're too worried about getting plastered as some sort of white supremacist or misogynist or any other of the woke names and the woke trends that uh, the titles that they're given. And they're too worried about that to be able to just stand up and speak out against something. So I think it's even worse than what you're saying. I think that they do see the problem. They do know that it's it's happening and they just choose not to do anything about it which i i think is is way worse yeah it is way worse speaking of woke politics you people really showed up for donald trump last night well done i was very very proud of my people you know it's interesting you take a bunch of uh, cubans who have uh, family members who have escaped socialism and brought them here to this country to give them something better. It's funny how they reject the same ideas that uh, caused their parents, their grandparents to flee a country and bring them here for a better life. So uh, it's interesting how all that ad adds up. Sarah, now hold on, let me push back on you there because I keep hearing people say this today. But Democrats were pushing socialism under Hillary Clinton, and she got, like, all the Hispanic vote once again. Democrats before Hillary Clinton were getting all the Hispanic vote and pushing socialism. There's got to be something more that drew them to Trump or away from Democrats, right? Is it the, is it the BLM unrest? Is it, do they like Trump? There's something more there, or am I crazy? Yeah, no, you're not crazy. Um, I, now, I do think that the Democrats as a whole have been much more um, straightforward and transparent about, about their plans. And I think that that definitely scares uh, the Latinos. But I think what you're also seeing is that Donald Trump uh, not only has brought us the lowest unemployment numbers for not just blacks, but Hispanics and women and all other uh, minority groups, but you're also seeing uh, a group of people who we value hard work. We value, you know, knowing that we have we have done something with our own hands. We have created something, and uh, and we want to be rewarded for that. And you have a president now who wants to kind of cultivate that and let us get out of our way, right? Let us work hard and earn our rewards for it. And um, I think that that's why the Latinos have flocked to President Trump. And that's why they're rejecting Joe Biden's uh, insistence that we be put in this box, that we be put in this brown people box, so to speak. And uh, we don't like that. We just want to be treated as an individual, with which President Trump has done and continues to do for not just Latinos, but all minorities. Sarah, did anything change? I understand we know that we don't know whether Biden or Trump's going to be president. It's probably going to come down to Arizona, I guess it looks like right now. Who, who knows? We don't know quite yet. And it's going to come down to the courts. So we got this long, messy battle. But no matter what, no matter where, I'm looking at a map, and it looks pretty much just like the last map. I, nothing really changed over the last four years, or is that too cynical? 
No, I would agree with you. Uh, it looks very, very similar to the map in 2016. Although I will say um, what I was very uh, encouraged by was the fact that President Trump has seemed to do better with minorities. You know, we just touched on Latinos, but overall he seemed to do better with minorities, with black voters, with Latinos, also with Asian voters. And to me, um, it, it's not just about President Trump and how he does with minorities. It's about the fact that Minorities are rejecting the leftist identity politics. It shows that, uh, you know, Joe Biden can't get on screen and say, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black, and have all of the black people just eat it up and not question it. I think that there is an awakening happening in the minority community. And I think if we can look at a silver lining, even if Joe Biden takes the presidency, I think that is the silver lining that perhaps it wasn't enough to uh, to give President Trump the win this time around, perhaps, we don't know yet. But even if it wasn't, we are seeing an awakening that is not an imagined thing. There is an awakening happening in the minority community. And I think the more that the left doubles down on this identity politics, the more minorities will become awakened to that. Setting aside the potential for fraud and various nefarious things, if Joe Biden is president in a week, a month, who knows how long it's going to take him to work all this out, why did Donald Trump lose? You know, um, I, I go back and forth on this. I know a lot of people, I've seen a lot of polling that says that uh, COVID was the most important thing to a lot of people. But um, I, I think it's going to come down to the suburban moms. I think, unfortunately, you know, you and I have talked a lot about the Karens of the world and uh, how ironic that it would come down to the Karens of, of the country. And, uh, you know, they don't like the tweets. The tweets are too much. And they don't like, you know, they're worried about their children, even though all of the statistics show that their children aren't going to, uh, you know, the, the generally speaking, their children are not going to have any sort of long-term effects uh, from COVID-19. So I think that, I really think that it is the suburban moms, which honestly, it pains me to say, because I am a suburban mom and I cannot possibly imagine uh, number one, being scared for my children with COVID, and number two, thinking that picking a person who uh, who enables people who are burning down our cities somehow makes my kids safer. I just can't possibly imagine it. But for some reason, all of these suburban moms, these Karens of the of the country, I think probably they just they they would have done him in, and that's it's embarrassing for me to say, but uh, unfortunately, I think that there might be some truth to it. Sarah Gonzalez, The News and Why It Matters. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. All right. We have a cool, cool video I never expected to see. Hang on. One thing I didn't see coming in this election, and I'm going to miss it. I'll tell you, I'm really going to miss it, is all the various parades, the vehicle parades out there, the boat parades out there. I mean, how cool is that? I love that feeling of togetherness. I think it looks really, really cool. And I did not see the Amish, of all people, the Amish getting this involved in the election. But apparently the Amish were all in on Team Trump. <laughs> I grew up around Amish country. My, my, on my mom's side, there's a lot of Amish there. That's really awesome. Awesome people, by the way, I should mention. And the best baked goods you've ever had in your entire life because everything's homemade. We used to stop when we'd visit family. They'd have little, little bakeries or little places in gas station. And you can buy just the Amish butter. You know, it's all like hand-churned butter. Oh. Anyway, I don't want to get sidetracked. We'll be all right. See you tomorrow. Your holster is way more important than you think it is. It's just way more important than you think it is. What, look, and I get that. The holster's not the sexy part of carrying firearms, right? You want to talk about your weapon and your ammunition. You, you want to talk about your safety training. You want to talk about how you did at the range. Oh, look at my groups. I was doing these failure drills today. And all that stuff's really important. I mean, really, really important. I'm not discounting that. But I've known so many people who do all those things. They take all the necessary steps, and then they carry 
with a holster they bought from a big box hunting store that was made a thousand at a time. Please, don't put your life in one of those holsters. You need to trust Northwest Retention Systems because it's all custom-made gear. It's the only thing I carry around. NWRetention.com. That's NWRetention.com. Use the promo code JESSE. Get you 10% off. Hollywood is under siege from external forces. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover. Brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Avito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.